You're listening to the Deep Purple Podcast, a fan podcast about one of the most legendary bands of all time, Deep Purple. We take a look at the music, history, and people behind the band Deep Purple and beyond. Welcome to the Deep Purple Podcast, the first and only podcast devoted to one of the greatest bands in rock history, Deep Purple. Today's episode is episode number 193, the Deep Purple New Year Special 2022 into 2023. And coming to you from the year-end suburbs of Chicago, I'm your host, Nathan Beaudry. And coming to you from the suburbs of Providence, I'm your co-host, John Baby New Year's Matola. <laughs> you were sleeping like a baby right before the show. <laughs> You almost like, missed the ball drop because I was like, "Hey, are you are you going to be joining me on this call?" <laughs> I know, like, uh, like found myself with some extra time today, and then I just like conk out on the couch, and I'm, like my phone is like on my chest, and I feel a buzz, and Nate's just like, "You you, you showing up or like, you, am I doing this by myself?" It's like, oh shit! Actually, yeah, I just I just do it myself. Yeah, wouldn't be as much fun. Oh God! Well, it's a good thing you had the buzzer on. If it wasn't on, if it was in the other room or something, you'd still be sleeping. Oh God! Yeah, you like, and this is, and you just have like a blank, like a blank screen with just like my. Yeah, I don't. I I, I would just call like Rich and Pete and uh, Mark and see if I could dial them all back in. (laughs) Hey guys, we're having another party. (laughs) We need a pinch hitter because um, Matola is a lazy slob and he's uh, sleeping one off over there. That's yeah. That's what I do when I have extra time. I'm like, oh yeah, I'll stay up. Yeah, I'm always the same way, right? Yeah, I'll stay up. I'll just watch some TV while lying down. That won't create any issues. <laughs> yeah, it should be fine. What, what could possibly every time, happen? Every time, I'm that guy that everybody hates. It's just like, oh yeah, let's watch a movie together. And as soon as I lie down, they're like, well, he's done. <laughs> we're yeah, not watching. I can't. We're, I can't do we're it. watching the movie. He's taking a nap. <laughs> I so many times I, I try to watch something like if I can watch one episode at the end of the night, I'm good. But usually yeah. I just zonk out. But I, I feel like baby new year was like my nickname last year. But you know what? So what? Who cares? I'm, I'm repeating it? myself. I, I don't I, remember. Me, neither do I. So maybe let, our, our let listeners else, might remember. They're very uh, they pay attention to those details. But yeah, I, I think maybe somebody that listens to multiple shows like uh, Rich or Scott can tell me. Yeah. yeah. Some, <laughs> some of the mega fans can tell. Can yeah. Tell us. But uh, anyway, speaking of mega fans, if you want to help support the show, you can do so a number of ways. One is to leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts that gets you uh, a little run on one of our fancy percussion instruments back here. And oh, you know what? I'm asking for a new percussion instrument uh, to, to arrive uh, soon. So maybe we'll even have a new, a new thing coming uh, to the show if we get any podcast reviews. So more Ooh. on that later, I hope. Maybe a, maybe a juice harp. How did you know? Oh no! That's really? What, yeah, that was what I was gonna. Um, oh man, that's that was a only... very good guess. <laughs> and and we have a new patron. <laughs> that's Wow, wow! He didn't even tell me, folks. I just guessed. That's how. That's how on. That's how on my tip he is. Yep, we're on each other's on each other's tip. Uh, I remember, do you butters. remember that? I was just like, when that came out, I was like, hey, Nate, I'm on your tip. And you're like, don't, don't say that. <laughs> when, the, when the article came up. <laughs> yeah, when the article came out, you're like, that, that, that doesn't sound good. Don't say that. Yeah, say butters instead. <laughs> say um, butters. But do you, you remember Paul's dad had in his study, he had like, um, do you ever go in his dad's study at his house? Um, 
Maybe, I mean, obviously not as many times as you, but I'm yeah, not sure I did. It was a yeah. really cool, like, I just loved that little room. It was like a little room, like, when you go around the staircase, it was like, it was almost like underneath the staircase, and it was just this great room, all wood shelves on both sides, yes, and like a little yeah. central wooden shelf, and then he had a computer by the window. It was just like the coolest room. And um, when you first walked in, there was like a little cabinet there, and it had a bunch of perc- like oh, instruments. He had like a crumb horn and a record. He would have been great in Blackmore's Night. <laughs> he could have <laughs> he could have subbed in. He had a crumb horn, a recorder, like a bass clarinet, all this stuff. But then he had a Jews harp there, and we would always try that. We could never get it to sound cool like it sounded. Um, you know, like you when you heard somebody actually play it. So I was looking up f- for one and I was like, you know, I'm going to I'm going to ask for this as a gift. And um, <laughs> and then I looked up a video because I was like, we could never make it make any noise. All it did is end up hurting our teeth. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I remember that because I'm pretty sure that that somebody did. Did you have one a while ago or did somebody have one? Somebody had one. I, I never had it was one, like no. you. Or maybe E Rock had one at one point, and we're like, "Oh, let's try it." And we put it up here, and we're like, Bang, we're like, "Ah, oh, my yeah, teeth!" Ow. <laughs> it didn't even go the boring. It just went. It just went. Oh, my, your teeth hurt. Exactly. Uh, yeah, not good. Speaking because, of which, my- uh, back then we didn't have any YouTube videos to look up and be like, "All right, how how would we actually do this?" Right. Exactly. I was just like, I was on my own with a Jew's harp. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this thing. But speaking of teeth, my my son last night comes out of the. Um, my daughter was brushing her teeth and I was in the bathroom and he comes running in and he's like, oh, and he's got his hand up. He's holding a payday bar in one hand and there's just blood everywhere. And I'm like, what the hell happened? <laughs> so one of his molars that was attached to his braces came out because it's because it's still a baby tooth. Oh, shit. Um, you know, and he's, you know, he's. 10 going, you know, be 11 next summer. Um, but it, it popped out. But the thing is, it was still attached to the braces, like just hanging there. Um, so he's like, oh, <laughs> he's got this bloody payday bar. It was, it was a gruesome scene. So I was like, shit. So I, well, wait a minute. They, they, they put, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll ask this question after you're done. Yeah, yeah. Well, I knew your question is going to be, they put braces on baby teeth. Yes, because yeah. like basically the way his teeth are coming in, like he's got, two or three adult teeth coming into trying to take the spot of one tooth. So you need to kind of spread out all those baby teeth so that there's room for the adult teeth to come in. Um, and he, he's lost a few teeth while he's had the braces. Um, but w- okay. So what, but what happens to like the, does the thing to the things come off the braces or does it get all? No, it's just hang- like, cause the, the little bracket is still on the tooth and it's on the wire for the braces but it's it can't come off. So what is he just going to walk around like that until the next trip to the dentist? <laughs> but he couldn't eat anything because it was basically like he if he was biting down, like it, it could be perfectly straight, it could be hanging down, so he couldn't eat anything. It would be impossible. So all right, but wait a minute, what a payday bar? Isn't that like like hard nougat or something like that with the peanuts? That's the peanuts and the caramel, yeah. What is he doing eating that with braces? First uh, he, of all, he loves them. He loves paydays. <laughs> You're not not supposed to. I had braces when I was a kid. You're not supposed to eat that shit when you have braces because that's what happens. I mean, he'd still lose the tooth anyways, but it probably wouldn't be like like a friggin like a horror movie. (laughs) (laughs) At first, I was like, what happened? Yeah, well, he doesn't play by your rules, man. He he wanted a payday bar. So I don't even know what happened. So anyway, um, so (laughs) I feel like that sounds like a normal the way you told the story, like another another day in the Baudry household. Oh, yeah, this is very normal. Somebody runs into the into the room with blood coming out of their mouth. It's like, ah, what is it now? (laughs) 
<laughs> what, what what do you want? What's going just, on? What are you bleeding about now? I was just glad it wasn't his brother kicking him in the teeth or something. But um, mm. so anyway, I say, hey, you're going to just have to go to sleep like this. We'll figure it out in the morning. I'll call the orthodontist. He's like, I can't sleep like this. I'm like, well, bad news. You're going to have to. So he goes to sleep. <laughs> he, he went to sleep fine. So the morning I wake up. I call the orthodontist. They're like, we're closed. And I'm like, what? And I look on their website. They're closed Saturdays, Sundays, and Tuesdays. I'm like, what the? <laughs> Who's closed on a Tuesday? So I, so I called the emergency number. I'm like, hey, what am I supposed to do here? And they're like, well, we got some like random person that might be in the office. So you can go in. They'll take care of it. And sure enough, I, I went in. Even though they were on open, I gave a little knock. They opened the, the door. The janitor opens the door. <laughs> the janitor, he's gonna, let me put down this mop. I'll get that thing off. <laughs> Come on in. It's like, it's like uh, what's his name? Like Michael Richards from UHF. <laughs> He's like, oh. He sees the blood. He's like, oh. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, they got it off, and uh, it was off to the races. Everything. But was- wait, so wait a minute. A random. Pr- what, what do you mean? They just have like somebody like a. I didn't understand it. They were like, they were like, uh, they were like, part time staff. We've got that there. office is closed, but we, we we're all at the office in Winnetka today, and I'm like, don't tell me I got to drive up to Winnetka. Winnetka's where the Home Alone was filmed, you know. And not that that has any frame of reference for anybody for where I am, but it's far from here. It's like an hour from here. It's like, I yeah. don't want to be driving up there so you can just go blink. And I was like, I, I even like got my wire cutters. I was like, could I just like snip that thing off? I'm like, nah, I, I didn't want, I just had visions of me doing that. And then the whole thing would just go like it would like unravel and it'd just be braces flowing all over the place. And I'd be, I'd have to give him another thousand dollars to fix it. So, oh um, God. But anyway, um, <laughs> Come here, kid. Open your mouth. Uh, so anyway, uh, so I got off on a tangent there. You can leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts. We'll play. We'll, we'll now you know. It was what a the, fun tangent. Now you know what the mystery, um, the mystery instrument is. And, and, and I still, I did not know what it was ahead of time. I may just made a really no, good guess. that was a very good guess because there's you know how many like hundreds of percussion, but it's not even really a percussion instrument, whatever you would call it. But there's so many different instruments like that. But that was, that was a great guess. Um, you can also buy merch at our Etsy store, which is still open. Um, you can become a patron on Patreon. If you do that, Patreon or PayPal for as little as $1 a month, you get access to our patrons only discord and you get access to our exclusive, uh, rating spreadsheet. So you can look at them and, uh, tell us what we got wrong. Look at it over the course of history. We're also on cash app at dollar side D P P O D. If you want to leave a cash app, like a one time, or I don't even know if you can do a recurring thing through cash app. Maybe you can for all you youngsters out there, all you young deep purple fans who, <laughs> who have to be like 20 years younger than us, at least to be able to know how to use cash app. Um, and um, so speaking of patrons, Hey, we have a new patron at the three pound tier. None other than Simon Ford, um, who is someone that uh, I've been in communication with for a really long time. Uh, I've been listening to the show and back and forth and uh, messages and stuff. So super uh, excited that he joined the the. The, the, the patron club. It just came in right before the show. Uh, so I don't have like a welcome message or anything. And maybe, hey, maybe by the end of the show, we will. Uh, so I reached out for a welcome message and I don't have a name for the three pound tier yet either. So we'll have to come up with, uh, well, he'll have to come up with something or we'll have to come up with something for that. So more on yeah. that later, maybe by the end of the episode, we'll have a, a Simon Ford, um, a Simon Ford, uh, the, a note or something from him. I thought you were going to say Simon McBride. <laughs> Simon is a patron, a three, a three pound patron. I'd be like, Hey, kick in a little bit more McBride. 
<laughs> I would feel guilty taking uh, taking money from uh, Simon McBride. I think uh, we should be giving him money to go see him play. Mm. Um, so uh, thanks to our executive level patrons that are uh, our, our uh, executive level tier or or section at the twenty five dollar uncommon man tier, we have Ovis Nakfi and Purple Maniac. At the ten pound tier, Doctor Jill Brees. At the turn it up to eleven dollar tier, Clay Wambacher, Frank Tealgard, Mortensen, Allen ain't too proud to beg, and Mickelstein. And at the ten dollar someone came tier, Ryan M, Jeff Bryce, Victor Campos, Better Call Saul Evans, and Kev Roberts and his wonderful children Matthew, Gareth, and Sarah. Thank you so much to all of your generous support of the Deep Purple Podcast. We could not do it without you. All right. Well, we've uh, talked about our new patron. That means. Uh, there's only one thing left. That's right, folks. Postcards from the edge of Connecticut. This one is more than a postcard. Um, coming in here, it's a uh, a full-on uh, note. Um, so it says, Nate, thank you for having myself along with Rich and Mark as guests on the 2022 Deep Purple Podcast Christmas episode. It was a lot of fun meeting up with the New England DPP folks. Enclosed is the NRBQ Christmas Wish Deluxe Edition. It is my Xmas favorite. Best to all. I hope that you had a wonderful Thanksgiving, Pete. And uh, I don't know why he's talking about Thanksgiving. That was ages ago. We're in New Year's already. Um, but here it is, the NRBQ Christmas album that he referenced on the show. Uh-huh. And I have already listened to it twice. and It's really good. I love it. So I really appreciate Pete sending this along. I always love getting new every year, getting new both Christmas movies and Christmas albums to add to the collection of things that I listen to every year. This is cool. It's very um, eclectic. It's very like uh, some really short songs, some like live little quick live snippets. And it's, it's I think it's like 17 tracks or something, but a lot of fun. Um, so I highly recommend it. It's on, I, I checked. It's not on Spotify or anything. So mm. I ripped it to my uh, on my iTunes list that I can play on my Sonos. It's part of my Christmas playlist already. Um, so I'm really enjoying that. So thank you nice. very much, Pete. Um, but hey, that's not all. I've got another one here. Another postcard. You might say that doesn't say Connecticut. It says Austin Motel. So close <laughs> yet so far out. And this and one it looks, is. Uh, it looks a little. uh little phallic <laughs> it does <laughs> to the austin motel um, <laughs> <laughs> somebody's happy to be in austin and Ooh. and that person that's happy to be in in austin is mark roback it says hey nate and john greetings from austin texas this postcard is something right off of coverdale's twitter page <laughs> Yep. See, he knows. He knows. I'm surprised that the hotel isn't named after our 36th president, Lenoon Baines. Love the podcast, Mark Roback. <laughs> you get the Lenoon the Lenoon Baines. I looked it up, and it just it, well, Lyndon Johnson is obviously our that was the president. Um. Well, I, I guess I guess. Oh wait, maybe he's saying Lyndon Baines. That would make a lot more sense. That's a D. <laughs> okay. I would, yeah, Lyndon Baines Johnson. That makes more sense. Yeah. I was like, Lenoon? Who's Lenoon Baines? Um, but yeah, um, thank you very much for those uh, those great little notes. We really appreciate you guys uh, coming on the show and uh, and um, enjoying the, getting the notes and enjoying that Christmas album. So thank you so much to both of you. Whew. 
All right, John. So this week we're going to do something. Um, well, I should I should say we are part of the Deep Dive Podcast Network. Check out all the great shows. There's new shows coming up all the time. Check out uh, check out Deep Dive Podcast Network dot com for more information. Check out the Twitter handle if you want to get involved there. So uh, we're talking about there was actually some talk today about getting some stuff going for the an ad for the podcast, the network and everything, even though it's, you know, we're not like a real active network, but it's just kind of fun to band together with these guys. So there'll be more to come on the Deep Dive Podcast Network this year. So, all right. So this uh, this week, um, what happened was we put out on our socials, what are your um, favorite moments from the last or favorite episodes from the last year? Um, some people mentioned specific moments. Um some people mentioned specific episodes. So we put together a list of clips from the past year um, of, of all of our guests or all of our fan favorite moments. And we're going to we're going to listen to it. it's a top 15 list. Mm, top okay. 15 moments of 2022. I like that. I like it, too. And I say next year, if there's any um, devout fan out there that wants to catalog some of these great moments with timestamps throughout 2023, Please do it because it was <laughs> jumping around in these episodes. Basically, people were like, oh, I really like this episode. And I was like, well, crap, what happened in that episode? So I just open it up and like <laughs> skip around randomly until I, I heard us laughing. And then I go back a little and say, OK, <laughs> that's a good clip. Um, so that's pretty much how this this came about. So, um, yeah, that's Sounds that's fun. That's pretty much it. Yeah, it should, it should be it should be a good time. John and I will kind of shut up and let uh, let these clips speak for themselves. Um and I don't know. With with that, are you um, ready to get into the? Yeah. What's a what's a New Year's episode without a great retrospective looking back at the the uh, the year that we had? That's right. That's right. You know it's, what I'm saying? It's great having a retrospective. It's and it's like kind of one of those like cheat cheating episodes from like um you know like. I just remember there's I think there was one like episode of Family Ties where they got like locked in the basement with Skippy. And then they were like, <laughs> they were like, ah, oh, well, remember that time we did this and <laughs> just show the clips from the show. You mm-hmm. know, it was always like something like that. Or maybe it was every uh, show's different. Got that. And maybe it was different strokes that got locked in the basement. I can't remember. But every show's got that where the, the lights go out. They get locked in the basement. <laughs> uh, they're hanging around the house and like, oh, we're so bored. Oh, remember the time we, you know, and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> they don't do that anymore, though. No. It was it, it was such a cop out, but it was totally acceptable, at least like in the whatever seventies or eighties, that you could just make a whole episode of that. Well, yeah, that was a way that you could get the the clip show to actually work. Yeah, but is that what you would do? Like, if you got locked in a basement with somebody, would you be like, ah, remember that time? When <laughs> would you start telling stories? Or be like, hey, hey, <laughs> I'd be Bang. banging on the door, yelling, "Let me let, let us out of this basement!" Or trying to figure out how to get out of the basement, yeah. especially if it were a creepy basement. Yeah, this is true. Well, I shouldn't be yelling, <laughs> yelling, "Hey, get me out of this basement!" Because my family might interrupt the show now. <laughs> or I'll be more concerned if they down. if they don't. They're just like, "Oh, whatever." It's probably just part <laughs> of his dumb show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right, so we're gonna go. So. There's 15 of them. They're not they're not necessarily in like uh, they're definitely they're not in order of like what the best ones were. They're just kind of like this is basically what 
<laughs> these are these are the ones that they had, so I just threw all them right. all together. So the top fifteen in no particular in, order. In no particular order. So um, all right. So here we go. Uh, ready to kick it off. Number fifteen. Oh, I knew this was going to be a story when it happened. So it was <laughs> in the dollar store yesterday, and now everybody should know they have a version of this right um, everywhere. It's like the uh, cheapo type of place. We have the job lot and then we have the dollar store. Of course, now everything is inflation. Everything's like a dollar twenty-five, but they can't call it the dollar twenty-five store. Um, <laughs> at least that's what somebody told me. So anyways, I was in there yesterday and this place is like Lord of the Flies. There's like no merchandising, no uniforms, no <laughs> cleanliness. Like the employees are just like, you know, it, it's anarchy, right? So my favorite lady, I was having a kick out of this lady because there was like this lady and she was like, she had that really raspy smoker's voice and she was like stock on a shelf and she was wearing a knee brace and she was like really loud and abrasive. And she's just like, Hey, what's going on? What's going on over there? <laughs> you know? So anyways, like somebody asked her for paper towels and she's like, no, nah, we don't have them. I don't know what's going on with paper towels. You know? And I'm like, what the hell is going on here? So anyways, she's in this aisle, like an aisle. I'm walking down the next aisle. So I just hear her like ask nobody in particular, hey, what? Anybody know what time it is? <laughs> so, so I'm just like, it sounds right. like the beginning of a David Lee Roth video or something. <laughs> yeah. I'll tell you what time it is. <laughs> so, but I mean, it's like I could tell the way she was asking it was she was just putting it out into the universe. Like, you know, she just she didn't care. It wasn't like a coworker she was looking for. No, this is usually only one person in those stores. So she just anybody, anybody. who was listening. She does that, yeah, does anybody that's listening within like, you know, the, the radius of my voice know what time it is? And I'm thinking like with watches and cell phones and shit, like she can't just look. And so I just so I just went like this. I just yelled over the thing. I said, it's 2.30. <laughs> right? Wondering what's going to happen. So there's a pause and she goes, 2.30? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. That was it. I don't know. I don't know what was happening at two thirty, but she was not happy that she missed it. Or what was she late for? <laughs> yeah. All right. So it's uh, worth noting. I should have said this before the clip, <laughs> no. and I guess I'll do it going forward. That was from episode number one hundred seventy-eight, Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell, with uh, a rock <laughs> or a good buddy Rye. That um, was a fun. That, I remember that story. So, that was funny. So all, all, <laughs> all of these episodes were brought up as being um, favorites uh, from from multiple people um, throughout Twitter oh. and Instagram and Facebook. So, oh, that's great. Um, that's so cool. yeah, great stuff. That was a, that was a fun episode and a great story. It's funny you remember the stories when you hear them, but I, I couldn't. I could never have been able to tell you what episode that was from. <laughs> well, I only remember because I heard Rye. So yeah, exactly. So yeah, I should going forward. I think I'll, I'll have to be a little more clear about this one. Um, so the next one is uh, from episode number one hundred and forty-three, Highway Star. Isolated tracks. This got mentioned by multiple people as being a favorite episode for the year. So let's uh, take a listen to that episode or that a clip from that episode. Number 14. 
You can do that, can't you do? That's not too fast. Yeah, but you went you went the other way. It goes. Well, it depends which. Well, it depends which instrument you're doing. But but then that they're doing a counterpoint there. I think when you did it that last one, it's like. Now, I feel like now that I told you you're good at it, you're not doing it right anymore. <laughs> well, that's not that's not even a fast part, though. That's just a... Uh, um, all right, so I got to... Uh, where is this here? Um. <laughs> Do the guitar solo. <laughs> I was trying to find the... Oh, no, nah, never mind. I'll, I'll, I'll prove you wrong later. Okay. Okay. <laughs> no, I'm sure that I'm sure that it is. You I wish know, I'd, I I wish I'd marked mean. up the track so that I could quickly jump to the. That one goes up and the other one goes down. Yeah, exactly. So just some basic nonsense there. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's that's funny though to hear some of these, uh, and and know that they're people's favorites. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Just it's, it's, it's funny. People love our Tom the the tomfoolery. Yeah. Well, at least they like the episodes that we're in. I don't know if they like yeah. our tomfoolery. Well, they must like our tomfoolery because I think yeah. in order to listen to the show, I mean, obviously, I think you're not going to get into the show without a passing interest in Deep Purple, but you have to kind of like what we're doing or our nonsense as, all right, as so, well. You're not going to keep listening. <laughs> all right. So here's my question because maybe I was unclear. I was like, have people. Did people uh, that you polled um, like these moments in the episodes or did they say they like the episodes and you're picking the moments? Um, a little of both. So oh, okay. some of them were some of them were clear about what parts they liked the best. And some of them um, okay. just mentioned, oh, this is one of my favorite episodes. So right. I'm guessing if there's an episode like that, like that, you know, I think people appreciated somewhat our analysis of of highway star, which there was a little bit of there, uh, but I think it's more like the kind of nonsense too. Yeah. At least that's what I'm going with. Um, so I, I keep forgetting too. I, I, I'm, I'm messing this all up. So, so these are all, um, I named all of these, all of these segments too. So I should give you the name, not only the, the episode number, the name of the episode, but the name of the, so I, the first one we had black Sabbath, heaven and hell dollar store, Alexa. Then we have the highway star one was counterpoint. And now this next one up is from episode number 148, which is Rainbow Bent Out of Shape with Chris L. And this one is called A Comfy Seance. Number 13. If, if, you're, not, if you're not one of the 12 people watching this on YouTube, it's, yeah, it's, it's a hoodie that looks like if in different circumstances, the three of us could be in together while we host the show. <laughs> it is absolutely enormous. It's, well, you got yeah, you to have, have enough range of motion if you're just going to be, you know, laying on the couch doing nothing. You yeah, know? I mean, th this thing just breeds laziness. Like, <laughs> well, that was, the other, uh, that was the other variation on that. Remember the Forever Lazy? They had a, there was a third version of that uh, type of outfit. It's it like, like, like a snuggy cousin? Yeah, I, I in fact I think I have one. Might still be upstairs, but it was called the Forever Lazy. Yeah. And of course, before we started recording, we came up with another great idea that we won't 
beam out to everyone because somebody will steal the idea. Oh, but, yeah, we're, uh, yeah, we're, we're filing the articles of incorporation right after we finish recording this, and we're all <laughs> we're all quitting our jobs, and we're going to sell the next uh, the next Snuggie variant. The grass over on there. The other thing that came to mind uh, on the talk of seance is I think uh, I think if he showed up to a seance wearing a comfy, I think that would be pretty cool. You know, I mean, that, that, that seems to be like really good seance wear. I mean, if you're going to go to a seance, you might as well be comfortable, right? And it's yeah. it's not exactly the most hot, energetic, uh, you know, event you could go to. I think the, the, the comfy at a seance just makes perfect sense. I could just see John mo- motioning uh, with an arm and knocking over like 12 candles. <laughs> Alright, another good one. Good old Chris L. Closing out the Rainbow Trilogy. Oh. That's a good one. I forgot about that. I forgot that we're talking about going to a seance and a comfy. I forgot about the comfy altogether until I actually fired up that. It was a good good kind of lesson for me in opening these episodes back up and um, listening to at least segments of them again. Mm. Pretty great. Um, Okay. So this next one comes to us from episode number 157, Remachined, a tribute to Deep Purple's Machine Head. This one is entitled... Butthole on the water. Number 12. Um, I probably have preconceived notions about them that are incorrect, but here we go. Smoke on the water by the Flaming Lips and part of the Butthole Surfers. (laughs) (laughs) Something that's being played with telephones. John's already just watching that, watching the timer tick down. (laughs) How did you guess? It's kind of a... So maybe it's too early to begin having this conversation, but to me it feels like if you've gone ahead with mostly straight-ahead rock versions, to throw this one in now is a little... If they were all weird avant-garde, or, there, or if there were, was one straight-ahead rock version and a lot of different weird versions, then maybe this right. would fit in a little bit more. Not that this would really ever necessarily be my style, but... John's like checked out. John's gonna go into his kitchen to make himself some food. I've never, I've never. Uh, I'm going to make a sandwich. Not since one of the Warhorse episodes have I seen that look on your face. Yeah, well, John's trying to assassinate himself. <laughs> He's trying to end it all, folks. This, this sounds like that fucking. What do you call it? That. Like that that alarm, like you know, for like uh, goal. <laughs> like, like when they score in hockey. Uh. Is this the uh, the something solo? <laughs> John, 
if you watch the video podcast, you have to at least watch the video of this one. It's about I'm gonna I'm gonna guess this is comes around the 70 minute mark or so in the episode. I'm just gonna start reading. He's reading a book. <laughs> Well, they said something on this about there being two wildly different versions of Smoke on the Water. I guess well, I guess which one that. this is. <laughs> well, it's on one end of the spectrum. I think my preconceived notions about the flaming lips and the and the and the butthole surfers are proving to be correct in, in my mind. A bit of an abrupt ending. <laughs> um, Do I even? <laughs> could you could you sort this? Um, what have What have you done? I was, I was just check. I was just checking something in the sheet. So could you sort it back I to think, where it I belongs? think I know what you were checking. <laughs> if If my guess of what you're going to rank the song is correct, I think I know what you're what you're we're checking on. Is this back to yep. where it should be? Yep, it is for me anyway. Okay. Okay. What do you, John? The, what, it's such a mystery. What are you going to rank this? This is an unprecedented zero. <laughs> zero. Can you do zero? I'm doing it now. <laughs> this had no. You know what? I, I, no, I'm keeping it at a zero. I can't even like. I didn't even enjoy it. Ironically, give it a negative four. <laughs> yeah. Can I give it negative numbers? Like, I I didn't get it. Like, mm-hmm. I. I don't know. I can't stand shit like that. Yeah. I'm sorry. The the whole thing of it be like I know what that is and what that is is I don't like to be involved with it. So next <laughs> like we all came out the mantra. And I was like, all right, you're trying to be a fucking weirdo. And Shut like up. The, Get and, out of here. With like the twenties the twenties style uh uh effect on the voice, like he's speaking one of those old timey radio microphones, selling dish yeah, soap. Like, <laughs> Yeah, like let's be weird. Let's let's come in here with a Casio keyboard and like you know like hit a water pipe and like let's be all spooky and shit. It's like out of here. All right. <laughs> Sorry, you had to live through that again. Although that was an oh. edited down version. Yeah. So in some of these, I've kind of spliced a few <clears throat> clips together to represent the episode. That was a few clips. Within oh. our very long discussion about that particular well, song. Well, what I liked was is that you knew I'm like, I'm just sorting the sheet. You're like, I know why you're sorting the sheet because <laughs> you're, you're gonna see if you anybody gave anybody zeros before because that's what I was doing. <laughs> or at least what oh. the what the lowest score ever was. But well, that sucked so bad. Yeah, it's not good. I gotta say. I one thing I don't think we touched on in that episode, which I was really picking up on in this listen, was the the kind of the Gregorian chant going on of like, oh, yeah, I don't remember that. No, I didn't remember it. I think it was so focused on the um, what 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 sounded like a stylophone, which I still right. got my stylophone over here. 
Oh, I'm a little rusty, but maybe for old time's sake, I could just give it another whirl. Let's see here. Power is the power on? Oh, here we go. Where is it? Yeah. <laughs> the same Actually, problem. The, the same problem I had last time with this cord. It's see how long the cord is. It's like when you get to the end of the um the little keyboard. It. Yeah, whatever. Isn't that how Richie played it like uh, one night in Tokyo? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> like the first one you did it. <laughs> he did something weird. He like funkified it or something. But anyway, but that was a good. That was a fun episode. I did. I I didn't. It, even that part of the episode was well. I mean, that part was just fun for your reaction. Mm. Um, I don't know if it was fun for you, but it was fun for the listener, and it was fun for mm. me. Maybe not so fun for you. As long as I'm here providing entertainment, that's all that matters. <laughs> that's that, that's what we we're on an entertainment podcast. Um, so next up. We've got um, episode. I, I grouped them together. Episodes number one seventy five and seventy six are two episodes on the battle rages on, and um, this uh, this episode is titled "I Don't Care If You're Purple." Number eleven. But yeah, there's a lot of people are like maybe Blackmore will go back in the band. <laughs> sure. <laughs> that didn't even like that's that's where we are at this point. Is is like that didn't even cross my mind. Like not I'm even for like, a second. I think anybody that's paying attention, if that's not going to cross their mind, like I, I, you clearly, they just know that he left in 93. They haven't listened to anything since. And they're just like, oh, Blackmore will go back. Oh, yeah, that, that'll work. Sure. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's going to, he's going to hang up his, uh, his friggin' loot and like, uh, <laughs> you know, come back to deep purple here. Let me take off this felt, uh, you know, uh, pixie cap and uh, I'll be right there. Those boots. Like whatever uh, those things are, one of the best. Uh, yeah, it's it's just it's ridiculous. Look at like his orthopedic, like uh, <laughs> his his orthopedic medieval boots. Uh, orthopedic. <laughs> yeah, those things look uncomfortable. Oof. Oh yeah, they look like they've got no. I'm sure the uh, the boots they're based on have very little um, arch support, <laughs> <laughs> breathability. Like you know, yeah, yeah you're just sweating. And it's like a swamp in there, a swamp of plantar fasciitis. Um, yeah, I'm sure. Sure, yeah, I'm sure Richie's going to hang up his Robin Hood hat and run back to Deep Purple. <laughs> Three-cornered hat. He's going <laughs> to return. Well, it's funny, though, when, when the, the last time he left Deep Purple, or, or um, you know, he immediately reformed Rainbow and he brought the Pilgrim hat back. Well, sort of like a variation on the Pilgrim hat. It'd be great yeah. if he just came back to Deep Purple and just put the put the hat back on. And um, But anyway, it's not happening, folks. Everybody knows that. Um, but, uh, but, you know, it's just funny to, to talk about it. But anyway, here we are. The battle ranges on. Before we kind of get into the lead up to this album uh you know it's this is a two-parter so we're gonna talk well not as classic as the kiss lick it up that's okay no and i think that's Um, you know it's it's a hard one to beat i look it up and heard on the radio a million times i mean i feel because ian gillen said it like i would believe that he's like oh kiss has a song called lick it up he's the only person i would believe like (laughs) would be so oblivious that he wouldn't even know so many people are just so full of crap (laughs) you're like anybody else i would be like you know, like if Joe Lynn Turner said, I'd be like, oh, you're full of shit. You know, there's a kiss song called Lick It Up. But for some reason, I could believe that Gillen is like so in his own world. He's like, oh, I didn't know Kiss wrote a song called that. Yeah, I don't, I don't, is, I don't think he has much reason to make that up. But That'd be funny if they had a song on this called Rock and Roll All Night. Uh, kiss wrote a song called Rock and Roll All Night. Like, that's like way more specific. That's so, so strange. 
oh, geez, I, I hear that it's different from ours. I'm like, oh, there he goes with his wacky lyrics. Yep. Um, so, I mean, that... You could forgive that, you know? Yeah. This Almost. Like straight, gay, black or white. That was like a really like early 90s things. You know, 90s thing, like, you know, people would be on Oprah or whatever. I don't care if you're brown, white, black, purple, or yellow. We're all people. Yay! And everyone would like, it was a applause <laughs> line, you know? So I was like, very of the times. You know, this would have mm. been like, right, wasn't this the year that the uh, uh, black and white came out by Michael Jackson? Wasn't that the, it was right around this time, right? Um, I think so, yeah. I was like, because this is 93, black and white, Mike. Michael Jackson. Let's see. Um, of course, it's not going to tell me. 91. Okay, so it came out a couple years earlier. But yeah, it was very, you know, that was the thing. And hey, hey it's a good message. It's, uh, nothing wrong with the message, but it was just funny. It, it mm. almost became a parody of itself because people would say that. I don't care. It was always people would always throw in purple. I don't care if you're purple. It's like, well, that's good. Nobody's purple, so don't worry <laughs> about it. Um, yeah, that, that I never that I never understood when when people are like trying to talk about how tolerant they are. They're like, I don't care if you're black, white, yellow, purple, blue, green. It's a who the hell is blue and green? <laughs> blue man group. <laughs> and that I mean, aliens, Star Trek, I don't know. <laughs> green, like, but, you know, when they start using like colors of the spectrum that yeah. like are not. I would care if somebody was purple. I feel like you should call call an ambulance. Or something. I don't think they're not breathing and they're purple. I don't care, I care don't, if you're blue or purple. Don't treat them any differently. They're purple. No, call an ambulance. <laughs> Do the Heimlich something. <laughs> Please care if I'm purple. <laughs> Especially if you're deep purple. Yeah, no, this is true. Yeah, that's right. That he would care if you're purple. Um, <laughs> so before we get into the ratings, this uh, this song supposedly came from the song. Uh, Stroke of Midnight, which I think Jolyn Turner did on like personal. one of his albums. <laughs> it is personal. You're Actually, the, it's always personal. You're been, <laughs> it is always personal. It's our I've personal been this, experience with Deep Purple. Well, this this probably won't surprise you. Um, so I was talking to my brother, and I was like, um, before he left, no, that and part I said, you know that? Me. No, not that part. <laughs> what he what he said. Um, we were talking about that that phrase like you know I forgive but I never forget mm-hmm. and I'm like for me for me it's the opposite I forget but then when I remember I never forgive. <laughs> yeah, it's true. <laughs> but then he looked at me and he goes, "You you don't do either one." <laughs> He goes, you don't forgive or forget. It's true. <laughs> so I'm like, all right. So it's. I think this is the first one where I'm thinking probably would have been better suited for JLT. I don't yeah, know what I mean, he it's did on this pretty one, obvious, but, but yeah. I mean, it's the most obvious. But if they had just tracked Gillen differently and just left normal Gillen and not weird um, wood elf Gillen, or whatever that voice is, he sounds like um, you know the elves and elf. You know they have that they have that kind of like little. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that <laughs> that little effect on their voice and that's what that's just kind of what it reminds me of we live in the trees yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) we are the we are the people of the elves solitaire you know it's just leave me back to making my cookies Or posing for an album cover. Posing for the Elf. Yeah, this is, <laughs> it sounds like what, what Ronnie looks like on the cover of the Elf album. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Oh no, you found my hideout in the trees. 
<laughs> freaks, freaks. <laughs> From the, uh, the um, there was a Simpsons episode where Homer stumbles onto the, the secret land of the jockeys. Like the horse jockeys? Yeah. <laughs> Because the, the the joke, of, of course, is they're all small. So he stumbles into it and they're just like, welcome to the land of the jockeys. And they're all talking like that. They're just like, well, he sounds like, he, well, another ref. He sounds like we're the, freaks, uh, freaks. He sounds like the aliens and the stone mates is we do, we do. That's the same. It's the same effect, isn't it? I mean, it's just, it's just like, A word for that like Blackmore intro to a solo it's like the it's like black was like it's like sounds like like orchestrated falling down the stairs it's like his classic <laughs> thing and I don't mean that at all in a negative way of course but it's no it's true yeah. it's like his classic little go-to it's so awesome it's it's his version of Tommy Boland's It's uh, it's not as easy though no, to emulate. It's a lot. Yeah, I think I'd have a. <laughs> I think I could do the Tommy Bolin one a little better than the Richie. Oh man, a lot from that episode. Yeah, well, that was a pretty spirited discussion. That episode was a was a gold mine. Well, yeah. I don't think we have any other clips quite that. <laughs> extensive. We're good. talking about elves and guitars falling down the stairs. <laughs> this is the stuff I always forget. Like if I don't do the, um, what I should do is make notes when we record. Cause like sometimes like when I do the album art, like I'll throw in like little things that we mentioned during the show. But then if I wait like three weeks later and I do the album art, it's just like, I don't remember what we talked about. So I just put a picture of us. Uh, but there's, it seems like in that one, there's, there was a lot of material we uh, went over that we could have put, like I could have tinted us purple. I could have put in yeah. the stone cutters. I could have done a lot of things. Yeah. But. See, get on that. Well, anyway, we got to go <laughs> to our um, our wonderful uh, uh, our next our next bit here, which is where is it here? There it is. Um, this one comes from episode number one hundred and fifty three. Um, and this one is called, uh, this one is from, uh, 153 white snake, come and get it. And the title of the track is prehistoric sex. Number 10. <laughs> Prowling the street at midnight. <laughs> Finding some prehistoric woman that he can <laughs> seduce. <laughs> like he's like, and I got in my time machine. <laughs> he's like. It's like a, <laughs> That's a the time traveling sex time song. <laughs> I, so you can go back and get prehistoric I, sex. I always think of um, that Brian <laughs> Regan bit where he's talking about. Um, I mean, uh, what a great line about saying all these songs are about his wife. <laughs> What a lie. <laughs> it really is. Would I lie to you? I refer you back to that song. <laughs> you get in your pants. Oh, he's already the sealed box. the deal. I, 
forgot and he brought I mean, that. Come on, you gotta you gotta give him that it, to get in your pants. <laughs> I mean, that's that's just so cheeky. Yeah, I it, love it. And it's it's yeah, it completes the sentence that doesn't need to be completed. Like we all know, <laughs> <laughs> we're like, what's he what's he lying to her about? I don't understand. Just in case you didn't know, I'm gonna tell you. What's the <laughs> reason does. behind the lies? I must know. All right. That was a good one. Any discussion with Coverdale is a gold mine <laughs> about about Coverdale. We haven't uh, actually talked with him, but No. No. Sadly, maybe one day. Maybe when he officially retires, he'll come on the show. He could be our I feel uh, like that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> he'd be our, either, our our third the third member of the show. <laughs> either that he'll be in every episode, imagine that. Darling, could I join as your guest host? Either that or he'd be like really pissed at us and be like, Hey, I don't want you talking about me like that. He's like, Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know from the time we called him Coverdale, he's like, Coverdale. <laughs> That's still one of my favorites when you show me that tweet. You're like, he's like, you called him Coverdale. He's like, Coverdale. It's like, well, I was like, uh, Mr. Name, Coverdale. <laughs> Yeah, uh, Mr. Sir Coverdale, yeah. sir. Sorry about that. <laughs> Didn't know you were listening. <laughs> not, not the reason. It's funny of all the things we've talked about with Coverdale. That's the thing that he he, he like perked up Coverdale. <laughs> <laughs> it's like this. Well, it's your name. So, Maybe I mean, a little familiar for us, given that we don't actually know him or have never actually spoken to him. Yeah, um, well. Okay, so. Um, the final one, uh, the final part of this section before we go get into thanking our patrons um, is from episodes number 150-151. This is our Slaves and Masters episodes, and this clip is called Legs, uh, Legs Over Easy. So take it away, Zaz. Number nine. <laughs> John Lord's still going. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. I love that he's still soloing. It's so good. He's making up for lost time. Yeah, he's like, you you sons of bitches haven't given me any solos in the last few albums. I'm, gonna, I'm just going to solo over the rest of the song. I don't care what you say. This is for the last two albums. This is for White Snake. This is for me, man. <laughs> I'm just going to keep playing until you tear my hands off the keyboard. <laughs> they dragged him out of the studio. <laughs> you picture he's like this. <laughs> he's just going like the, you see the tape just spinning in the machine. It's been like the tape has run out like an hours ago. The guy's just like pushing a broom through the studio. He's like, hey, uh, when you leave, can you turn the lights off? <laughs> he's still so <laughs> You wonder if you, you wonder. So you kind of have a ring your ring that neck lazy connection there. I spilled uh, my beer all over the oh, studio Jesus. desk, so I'm cleaning it up with an old pair of socks I had. <laughs> the show must go on. Don't mind everybody. Don't mind Nate. Everybody. The show must go on. Yeah, it definitely has that that bebopping sort of yeah. groove and bassline that um that Lazy has. Yeah, there's definitely like you know. Yeah, 
He did not just say eggs over easy, did he? <laughs> hey, ju- <laughs> judging, you know, I missed it. I was, I'm, I'm reading something right now. <laughs> I might have. I wasn't even listening for it. Like. <laughs> I mean, it sounds very much like the previous ad-libs he's had. I find it very easy to believe that he would have said that. I mean, I, I don't know. I was just thinking, like, you know, when, are the, when is he going to start throwing in, like, you know, the, the bacon and eggs, you know, lyrics, and then all of a sudden I just thought I heard him go, eggs over easy. You know what? Like, I, I oh think uh, this is unprecedented, but I think we got to play back the last part of that song to just to double check. Uh, here we go. I think he might have said legs over easy, which is maybe worse. <laughs> hmm. I think we need to. I think we need to fact check that one online. <laughs> I think it might be legs over easy, because obviously, much like the um, "Up for Breakfast" by Van Halen, this is a you know breakfast in bed. I mean, there's nothing subtle about any of this. You know, fire in the basement. <laughs> hmm. This is all very thin innuendo. Like legs over easy. I'm just doing a search for that. Legs over easy. Urban Dictionary. Get out of here. Like, sometimes I think they're making this stuff up. Like, I've never heard the term legs over easy before. Let's see. Leg, legs over easy, deep purple. Let's see what comes up here. Well, while you're doing that, I'm, go- I'm looking at the Urban Dictionary one. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of what you would expect. Yeah, I I don't know. I, I I mean, either way, he said eggs over easy or legs over easy. I think he said legs over easy. All right. Well, the the Urban Dictionary definition. Don't worry, it's not too bad. When a girl is quote easy to get, her legs are easily put over the guy in terms of sex. <laughs> oh, thanks. <laughs> I wasn't and sure. Of course, I was my- like, what are they talking about? Oh, I get it. <laughs> And then, of course, my favorite, the real world example. <laughs> hey, are your legs over easy or are you going to make him wait this time? Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, it's like girlfriends talking. Yeah. Are your legs over easy or are you going to make him wait? Is, I don't know. He might be the one. My legs might be over easy. <laughs> Come on. This is not oh, Jesus. like this is such a bunch of crap. Like this is not <laughs> this is not like a real thing that anyone has ever said. <laughs> oh, that's pretty good. Yeah, what a what a couple of dopes we're sitting here <laughs> laughing at ourselves. <laughs> oh, it's good. It's good entertainment. Oh, it is though. When you're it removed is. from it and you don't remember saying any of it, it's 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 <laughs> kind of like oh, it's pretty pretty funny. Hmm. But that was good. That was a good clip. Yeah, that, that was fun. Oh, that was that was good. But um, hey, speaking of good, you know what else is good? What? <laughs> John was already checking huh? out huh? our patrons. That's what. 
Oh, yeah. Um, coming in at, oh, the, yeah, at the $7.77 Keep It Warm Rat tier, we have Michael Vader and Richard Fusey. At the $6.99 New Nice Price tier, Fielding Fowler. At the episode $6.66 tier, Steve Coldwell, Arthur Smith, Anton Glaving, and Will Bermuda Schwartz. At the $6.65 Almost Evil tier, Mr. Kenny Wymore. At the $5.99 the nice price tier, Robert Smith, Peter from Illinois, Michael Bagford, and Carl Helberg. And at the $5 moneylender tier, John Convery, German Heindel, Adrian Hernandez, Jesper Alman, Oleksii the Perfect Stranger Slepikoff, James North, Mark Hodgetts, Will Porter, Zwapper the Electric Alchemist, Percival Frequency, and Scott Zerns. Thank you so much to all of you for your generous support of the Deep Purple Podcast. We really, really appreciate it. Um... Yeah. So, um, oh, and uh, breaking news. I did just get back from um, I just did hear back from Simon Ford on one of the things. So we're going to be calling the three dollar um, the three dollar uh, tier the aromatic feed, the three pound arom, the aromatic feed tier. So I think we're okay. also going to need to know what that means. But maybe we'll hear back more more coming. So I'm going to type that in right now. The aromatic feed tier. Um, so we'll find out more about what that means and maybe get a, uh, a welcome message from, uh, Mr. Ford before we move on. So thank yes, you. Yes. Yes. Thank you, Simon. More to come on that. Okay. Well, here we are into the, the back half of it. I think the, the longer clips were kind of, uh, pushed towards the, uh, the beginning part. So the, the rest of them are, the rest of them are a little, um, a little shorter. Um, yeah. You really front-loaded this episode. I front-loaded it with all the good stuff. Um, um, okay, so we're ready to go into the next one? Yeah, more more us. More, more Nate more, and John's greatest hits. More us. I can't get enough of it. All right, this next <laughs> one comes from episode number 160. This was, of course, the Mother's Day special. And this one is entitled Whistle Voice. So take it away, Zaz. Number eight. For so many years, I figured you would appreciate that because there are some very, like, soft parts and, you know, some very, um, uh, you know, impressive parts vocally um, that you would that you would like, as well as, you know, oh, okay. some of the music. So. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'm looking forward to, to um, what's his name, Dylan? No, Ian Gillen. Close. Oh, Ian Dylan. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Let's let's take a listen. Let's take a okay. listen. John, do you want to play the just the album version or do you want to play a live? I bet he has a whistle voice too. What's that? Oh, the, well, it gets really it's a real high pitch in your head voice. Yeah, here well here he goes. Yep, there it is. That's it. It was Nate was a really good kid, and and he, you know, he and his friends were always a pleasure to have around or chat with. But when Nate finally moved out and went to live in an apartment with his friends, it took his father and I like three days to get all the tape off his walls because he had taped about a thousand million things to his ceiling, his walls, the doors, everywhere. 
and mm -hmm. used any kind of tape that was available at the time, electrical tape, <laughs> uh, all kinds of like masking tape. It was everywhere. Oh, so we yeah. had a lot, had a lot of uh, use of that goo gone to get that stuff <laughs> off the walls. Yeah, it was very indelicately done. It wasn't like double-sided poster removable tape. It was oh, like that no. Pa no. that clear packing tape was my primary uh, <laughs> method. Oh, <Yeah>. man. <laughs> uh, our moms. I, I forgot I about my, my mom. She sounds so funny. She's Ian like, Dylan. what's his name? Dylan? No, Ian Gillen. All right, Ian Dylan. Well, so many people, <laughs> met, uh, whistle voice has become such a thing in the last like six months of yeah. the show that people yeah. let constantly reference so had to have the whistle voice in there mm. uh, but people enjoyed our uh mother's day and father's day episode so mm -hmm. there you go but there's um, as, as did as did we as did we of course <laughs> but um you know that's not the only thing that they enjoyed you know what else they enjoyed they also enjoyed um uh having rich on the show uh when particularly when we um uh when we went over our uh trip to florida so this uh, is from episode number 149, entitled Deep Purple Live in Florida 2022. And the title for this clip is Don't Forget Your Underwear. Take it away, Zaz. Number seven. Well, I yeah. didn't have to rent a car, though, because you know why. Mom and dad drove me, <laughs> drove me down from Disney. Which, which might have been the highlight for me. Yeah. Having you dropped off. <laughs> I got dropped <laughs> off at the... Uh, Assure, assuring your parents that would take good care of you. Yep, yep. Seeing seeing Nate arrive in the riding in the back seat. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah, with a lot of stuff in the car, and I, I was I, I wanted to lighten my load um, before I got there. So I went through my luggage, and I was like, oh, I don't, I, you know, I, I'm only going to be there for a few more days. So I like separated all my clothes into halves, <laughs> and I put half of them in my parents' car because they were like summer clothes. So I'm not going to need them. My parents will be back probably in April. So I separated it all out. Got there. Uh, we had a few drinks at the Irish pub. We got back to the place, and then I realized I had separated out my underwear into two halves, but I didn't put either half in my bag. So now I was, I, I had one pair of underwear to get me through four days. So uh, later on, we had to make a trip to Coles, and I bought five pairs of underwear. The highlight of the trip. Yeah. Was, yeah. I, that, what did you crazy guys do? We went underwear shopping for Nate. <laughs> we did. We went underwear shopping. Well, you guys waited in the car, and I went underwear shopping. Um, yeah, we weren't we weren't going in. Um, yeah, no, it would have seemed odd. Besides, we probably couldn't have agreed anyway. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> no, no you don't want those I'm going ones. into the changing room, changing on, trying on all kinds of uh, shapes and colors. Um, but, but, we were, uh, but we got there that that first night, and we got to the the Airbnb. Right. Very I nice. I didn't notice until I listened house, back to my recording because I recorded both of the shows. Was um, oh, oh, when you the, did you what you blew <laughs> oh, what? oh my goodness. Oh my god! Hey, they saw me bring it in. Nobody said anything. Um, Security didn't tackle you to the ground and, and drag you out. It's not like I was standing next to my seat, Rich. I was just uh, recording the show. No. Oh, that's right, that's right. It's only if you stood up. You were the real miscreant. Had you stood up and recorded the show, it would have been a real problem. Yeah, They'd be like, "Sit down." I'm like, "I'm I'm just recording this so I could sell it and mass produce it." Sit down. Especially that, that especially that old school marm that that <laughs> I had to go back and forth with. She tells me this uh, now. Just so everybody knows, we're in the front row of the loge, so just off the floor, we're in the front row. But where John and I were, there was nobody sitting behind us. Like our seats extended past there. There's nobody behind us. So I stood up as soon as the show started getting started. I get a tap on the shoulder and told to sit down. And I'm like, 
sit down now or for the whole <laughs> show? And she looked at me and said, we'll see. And I'm like, that's ridiculous. So, of course, as soon as I said that's ridiculous, I had flashes of being on the airplane and saying, you know, wear your mask or something. And all of a sudden, now here come the, the regular security guys <laughs> who are about 80, 87 and, you know, seven, the, the, the young guy they sent over at 74. And I told John later, like, listen, I'm generally like a play-by-the-rules kind of guy. I don't, you know, like, I get it. Like, everyone's got a job to do. You need me to sit down, I'll sit down. But... I just had visions of tossing those guys over one by one and make a stack of them on the other side. I think like just to prove a point of like, if you're going to have security, you have to have people that can be security. Like, <laughs> yes. Yeah, what are they going to do if you, if you cause a real stink? Right, yeah, I mean, so they, the, they're going to all break a hip getting over there to like uh, tell you to get out. So the one guy tells, so the one guy tells me like, he, and he was being, not friendly about it like you gotta sit down that's it everybody's gonna sit down people behind you are complaining which clearly they weren't yeah, there was nobody behind, there was nobody behind us <laughs> but like I, I think his point was like if you stand up and everybody's the craziest gonna stand thing up. of the night happened i don't know john do you want to you know keep in mind we've met ian pace we met everybody uh, you know totally surreal experience so far but then it just gets multiplied by 10 when when what did you what did you say john so we're, we're all st standing around talking and, um, you know, I just happened to look over to my, to my right, whatever. And I was like, I said to myself, oh, that, that guy looks just like OJ Simpson. <laughs> and then, and then I, and then I kind of looked again and I was like, I think it might be. And so then I said to everybody else, Hey, that guy looks like O.J. Simpson. And everybody looked over there. It is O.J. Simpson. And <laughs> yeah, it was. <laughs> and then. It was. And, here, and he uh, was like. Here's the picture. Well, he was here, Well, here. he was on the same level as us. And then he went walking away and he had a little entourage around him. And as soon as he realized it, the Gardo yelled, the Jews. And then he like ran <laughs> after him. He sprinted. <laughs> <laughs> and took this picture. Um which uh, yeah, the juice was juiced. He was uh, he had a little too much. I don't think so. I think he was just limping from whatever injuries over the years or something. He did. He, I mean, maybe, maybe I think he was, he was limping else. from yeah, injuries, he, meaning cocktails. That's what I think. <laughs> he had too much juice. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I forgot about that, that when, when Peter yelled at the juice and then he sprinted <laughs> after him. <laughs> the adventures we got up to in Florida was great. I I, oh. I had forgot. I, I remembered Rich complaining about security, but I forgot about the <laughs> he talked about throwing them. Stacking them up. And if you could have the yeah. visual of what these old ladies and men looked like, it would be even funnier for you because they were quite they were quite elderly. <laughs> Well, yeah, I mean, security there, they looked like they worked at the fucking library. <laughs> yeah. You know or like, I mean? like the vault, like we, we used to take the kids to like the children's museum around here, the volunteers, you know what they'd be? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. You know, their 70s yeah. and early 80s. I mean, yeah, they'd be able to like swat a fly. That's yeah, about maybe, it. Yeah. Security at the children's museum, maybe, but not at a rock concert. Yeah. Like well, I'll, I'll tell you, that's like just thinking about that trip. It, it seems like it was just the other day, but at the same time, it feels like it was so long ago. Like it was almost a year ago at this point. I can't believe it. I know, right? It's it's crazy. It was and it was so much fun. I'm hoping, uh, yeah, uh, maybe we can. You know, Deep Purple's going to be coming around <clears throat> more of the Northeast um, around the same time. I'm hoping that uh, I can get out there to. Are you going for sure? Do you know yet if you're going or? 
Um, Rich told me in no uncertain terms that I'm going. <laughs> so yeah, he's close <laughs> enough that he can come and abduct you. He's not yeah, going to drive much. out here to abduct me. But he's um, like, we were having that text chain, and then on the side he goes, "Just so you know, you're going." <laughs> I I and, hope and so. I really, I re- obviously, I would love to go to all the shows. Uh, we were even throwing yeah. about a, a throwing around. Um, they're playing in Japan and it would be like, that would be so much fun. But I, I was texting, mm. I can't remember if it was just me and Rich or it was all three of us. And I think I was, it was, I was texting three. about Japan. And I was like, man, if I went to Japan without Jen, like, and she's never been before, she would love to go. She'd be so pissed. But I was like, New Jersey, I can get away with that. She's going to be like, <laughs> have fun. I will watch the kids yeah. and I won't be in New Jersey. So I win. Uh, yeah, <laughs> but yeah, going. But but of, of course, I wouldn't want to go to Japan for you know three days either. I would want to like, uh, oh, you know, yeah. no offense to Deep Purple, but there's a lot of other things I'd like to see in Japan. It would be amazing. Oh, well, but, geez, yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I can't just on a whim plan a vacation to Japan in two months. I would have to. Yeah, uh, yeah it would have to be more well thought out. Oh, but anyway, um, next uh, next up. Did I I do that one? Oh, no, we didn't. So the next one comes from episode number 156, Deep Purple on the Wings of a Russian Fox Bat. Um, so this was a, this was one of our live streams. And if you're a patron, you can join us live on the live streams when we record and you'll hear us talking to our patrons in in this one in the clip. Um, and this one is called, um, Peep Derple on my mind. Take it away, Zaz. Number six. A little bit better. Yeah, I agree. I never really liked during this time how, like, Coverdale was, like, introducing the older songs. Like, oh, this was about a song uh, written in Switzerland. It's got Frank Zappa and the Mothers. It's like, I don't know, it just sounded kind of, like, cheesy. He's, like, reading off of, it's kind of like the beginning. Okay, here's the agenda for today. Yeah. We're going to do Burn, then we're going to do a song, two songs from the new album. Then we're going to have a 15-minute break. We're going to break for like lunch Ryan. at 12 o'clock. And then we're going to come back. <laughs> we're going to get into some breakout groups. But, I mean, it's like, um, it's <laughs> we're going to do some breakout groups. <laughs> we're going to do some exercises. Uh but it almost sounds like, you know, Rod Evans in the boat, uh, the new Deep Purple. Like, this is from our album, Machine Head. <laughs> like, what? You weren't on that. Rich is not digging the uh, breakdown. I got bad news for you. What's going to happen later, Rich? <laughs> Spo- spoiler alert. <laughs> this was nothing. <laughs> That's why we're going to thank the patrons later. That only takes about a minute. Do you guys want to do Highway Star this way? They'd probably be like, oh. but they have to, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that line gets me every time. <laughs> yeah, Gillen's vocals were too. Su- uh, his the lyrics are too subtle. That's <laughs> yeah, really a. Uh... <laughs> It's just like, you know, tires is tits, right? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, wait, this song isn't about a car at all. <laughs> I mean, the second verse. Kind of Everybody's hating on this song. <laughs> uh, David said David Coverdale is backstage writing lyrics for North Winds while this is going on. <laughs> yeah. 
Gardot is multitasking. Yeah, jo- some people are, jo- are joining us on an important work call. Wow. <laughs> Davey in the chat says, Coverdale's on the phone with Moody and Marsden. <laughs> He's like, I only see myself having another couple of weeks with this band. <laughs> Rod Evans' new band, Peep Darple. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't it be great if Rod was just like silently playing like some nightclub shows out in California, like somewhere, but under a different name, like nobody even realized who it was? Not doing any Deep Purple material or anything. He's been doing it for 20 years at like these small little intimate clubs. You never know. Happy and bald headed, that's all we know. (laughs) Here you go, Rich. This is for you. <laughs> Rich just fell asleep. <laughs> he said he fell asleep and asked if he missed Georgia on my mind. <laughs> You're lucky, Rich. You lucked out. You did. All right. Back to the present. Uh, that was a fun episode. That was a fun live stream. Yeah, live streams are always a good time. Yeah, it's fun. Get to hear from everybody else. And, you know, everyone's got either um, snide comments to make or cool observations and things we didn't know and, or both. And that's what makes mm-hmm. it so uh, entertaining. Always well, I like how something. we've gotten into the into the the uh, the routine of when we do a, a, a live album or or something like that, that we include everybody in on that. That's become a really fun uh, kind of. Uh, thing that we started. Yeah, it, bre- it breaks up the uh, monotony of just doing. Uh, we learned very early on that we didn't want to just do album after album after album after album because it's a little formulaic and um, you know it, you get some burnout. So doing different subjects is always fun. Well, I think it's fun too because I mean, if I had a, um, I mean, there are so many podcasts out there, but I would say that uh, none of the ones that I listen to, like if any of them. We're like, hey, we're we're doing a live stream. Like, even if they weren't recording it for a show later, it would be fun to be like, oh, I'm I'm around now, or I'll be around in like that time. Like, I want to jump in and just be part of the chat or something. So that's that's always a good time. Yeah, and I always want to. I always want to, but like, it's very like we basically all the time that I have that's free is used for this show. So it's really hard, like, cause, uh, like I know, like, um, and the podcast will rock, like invited us on for, a, you know, for a, for a live episode. And I'm like, I really want to make it work. I just don't know if I can, mm-hmm. um, because we're, you know, recording ahead and all that sort of stuff. So it's like, whenever I have a free night, it like goes to this and I don't have a ton of free nights. So, um, but yeah, it would be, uh, it would, it'd be great to participate in more of those. Uh, they just don't generally, you know, and a lot of p- other people do things mm-hmm. on the weekends and we're tied up on the weekends. So, um, anyway, it, it's, uh, it's cool. And, and you know, it's, it's not, everyone can join everyone. We've tried to do some daytime ones for the UK and European folks. We've done some nighttime ones for the, uh, for the North American folks, uh, try to try to do both a little of both because it's uh, 
it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun for and you and depending on if you do a morning or afternoon or an evening, you get a different group of patrons that join. So it's always fun to hear from a, a different crowd. Um, anyway, our next clip comes from episode number 164. Trying to burn the sun. And this one is called um, Bustin' for the Very First Time. Take it away, Zaz. Number five. To all of you for your generous support of the Deep Purple Podcast. We couldn't do it without you. All right. So you know what time it is now? All right. <laughs> Jingle work has been done. <laughs> I, <laughs> I had a feeling that you were going to have that ready. <laughs> we uh, talked about it after I, the show, the last show. John wrote the lyrics, well, most of them. <laughs> it was John's idea. <laughs> it was, well, was it... Did we record it or were we just saying it after the show? We were just after just the show, we were talking. About, I think, yeah, I think it was after the show. Maybe we did it on the show. I don't know. Our listeners will listen and tell us. But, but um, I don't know. I had this sneaking suspicion that you had worked on it and it was going to be ready for the show. I don't know why, but I had like so 25, 30, I had like 25 or 30 minutes free the other night. And I was like, I want to see if I can throw something together. And that's just as about as, as great as I thought it would be. <laughs> I can't tell if that's a good thing or a bad thing. <laughs> it's my own, my own um, spreadsheet fumbling music. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, that was a pleasure. Uh, hearing, hearing my reaction for the first time to my, <laughs> my spreadsheet theme music. That was great. Um, so I don't know if I talked about this on the show, but. Anytime I put anything on Spotify that's Deep Purple, you know when you play like uh, a full album and then yeah. you reach the end of the album and Spotify's like, hmm, if you like that, then you'll probably like this. Yeah. It always, <laughs> any Deep Purple album I play, doesn't matter, uh, in rock, infinite, any era, every single time the album ends and it goes to busting out for Rosie. Every that's, single time. That's weird. And, and, but every time it happens, I'm like, oh, I can't not listen to it. It's so good. It's got such a good groove to it. Yeah. I got I to redo the vocals for that because since it comes up all the time, I hear it. The way he does it, he, you know, he's a busting out for Rosie. It, yeah. But he goes like, um, what's the next? What's the line after that? I can't think of. Um, I think I can't think of what he what he, I'm, I'm just thinking about the uh, spreadsheet uh, song now. Uh, but, uh, you know, you know, because because she told me because she told me I'm her boy. <laughs> like he says in this like really boy <laughs> he's so i was like i gotta redo it and do like the fumbling with the tabs <laughs> like just kind of drop it like the way he does um, uh, if you i mean if you want to get that into it then. look for that in the new year folks mm. that's what you have to look forward to <laughs> the updated spreadsheet music the ups, yeah. updated spreadsheet music oh boy um too much fun. All right, only got a few clips left here as we close out this episode. It's funny. Uh, one of the one of the um, shows I listen to uh, does like an end of year. They do usually do like a four parter and they're like two hours each of like clips Eesh. from the year, and they're usually like twenty minute clips. So I kind of like 
stole the idea from them with the kind of countdown sort of thing. Yeah. Um, except they ha- they didn't have as many voiceover numbers, so they w- they would just do like <laughs> instead of saying number eleven, they'd be like number one one, <laughs> which is like really funny because they must have only recorded ten, and then they just yeah. like had more than ten, so they just like so they go up to ten, and then they go like number one four. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta love it, and this is like a high end podcast too with like millions of subscribers so yeah we're already more more updated than them um okay so the next one comes from where the heck is it um wait did is this like a oh i see um this one uh comes from episode number 187 this is called this is entitled um uh, this that's our episode Deep Purple live in Ostrava, nineteen ninety one, live with a JT live Mark V, mm-hmm. and the episode and the uh, clip is called "My Czechoslovakian Isn't So Good." So take it away, Zaz. Number four. Do the Jesus Christ superstar part? Okay, good. I because that yes, you're right. That would have angered me. <laughs> he busts into uh, when trumpets blow. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, JLT? <laughs> My Czechoslovakian is not so good. <laughs> so I have to speak this one in English, but um, do you guys ever have sex? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, the hell kind of question is that? Young sex. The hell is he? Shh. Don't tell anybody. This one's called Fire in the <laughs> They're like, no, what's that? Uh, I mean, that would have been a weird question if they were playing like a fucking preschool or something, but. <laughs> that would have been weird and inappropriate. <laughs> Yeah, that, that was this. This was just weird. Anybody ever have sex? <laughs> One guy in the back. No. <laughs> I hope to someday. <laughs> oh, I'm an anime geek. <laughs> but he said especially young sex. Like, what does that mean? <laughs> JLT, what a creep. <laughs> <laughs> but just like, that's not, that's not their, it's just so funny because it's not who they are. He's just like, anybody here have sex? Like, <laughs> what? Like, I, I think that it's, you know what? I was thinking about it. Like, if he was like, hey, anybody here like sex? That that would even be just as stupid. <laughs> anyone, anyone ever have it? Yeah, it wasn't so good. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I had it once. It was awkward. <laughs> it was over in 20 <laughs> seconds. <laughs> uh, hey, they call me the two-pump chump. You know hey, what I'm saying? Forget about it. <laughs> forget about it. No, really, forget about it. <laughs> Please <Damn>. forget about <laughs> it. <laughs> Please yeah, forget about the, it. Don't tell the anybody. Take the black thing. <laughs> <laughs> Zap you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, so only a few left. Um, this one uh, was another episode that got a lot of uh, comments as being a highlight of the year, and it was um, 
uh, the three-year interview episode, episode number 158, which is which is great because, you know, you throw in episodes like that, which are just very um, self-referential, and you wonder, like, is this a mistake? Should we just be sticking to subject matter? But people seem to really mm-hmm. enjoy it. Um, and now here is, awesome. like, the ultimate meta episode. We're, like, doing an episode about our episodes and featuring an episode about our episodes Ooh. in it. Oh, my God. Blow your mind. It's like that movie Inception, right? Yeah. <laughs> um. But hey, people, like I said, like I was saying earlier, you know, you get into the show because you like Deep Purple, but you're not going to keep listening if you don't like our stupid antics. So um, anyway, oh. here we go. This one is um, uh, episode number 158, the three year interview. And this clip is called John Nightclub Matola. And with that, I'll hand it off to Zaz. Number three. That's interesting. And and for our, a lot of our musician friends that are familiar with that style of music, about nine out of every 10 songs has some kind of synthesizer sidechain compressed to take the attack off and give a really bizarre sound. Uh, I wouldn't have thought of you as a, as a club guy. That's that is interesting. Uh, you you didn't you know, see the nightclub Matola face with the, <laughs> with the gelled back hair and the <laughs> and the puka shell necklace. <laughs> John nightclub Matola. Yeah, the early the button the down shirt on button three buttons down. <laughs> the pictures are out there, folks. Oh, actually, actually, you're not you're not too far off. The early two thousands. I had the I had the spiky yeah, hair with the did. tips. Wow. Stood st- stood out in the lines like you know with my friends and like you know tank tops and shit and like the middle of winter like. <laughs> Let us in. Um, yeah, I had the puka shells. Like it was, oh, it was awful. Um, Even if I didn't ask Nate, I think that uh, Fielding has a great answer to his question <laughs> right there. Uh, how about you, Nate? <laughs> a, sh- a shorty, but a goody. Nightclub Matola. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad people enjoyed that episode. We had like a, when we solicited questions. We had so many questions. I don't think we even got to like 10% of them in that in that mm-hmm. whole. We could have done like a 10-part series, but that yeah. would have been pushing it. Um, but it was a lot of fun. Always fun having Scott on the show, and he's a great interviewer. It was a, it was a fun episode to do. Uh, okay. Uh, our penultimate uh, clip is uh, uh, coming in at number two here. And uh, Zaz will count us off in a, in a second here. This one is from episode number 188. So very recent episode. This is Slide It In, the UK release episode. Wow. And uh, a yeah, very recent. Um, and this one is called uh, Subtlety. Number two. He had a really great track record for reinvigorating bands who are all washed up. So he kind of get he had gotten Aerosmith back together Um and uh, he hooked them up with Diane Warren to write songs with. He had done things with Cher to get her career back on track. So White Snails, uh, White Snail, <laughs> White, White Snail, White Snail. <laughs> so it's a lesser known uh, uh, band. Um, what he he basically said he's this guy is a guy who has a track Theme. record. With- um, it's a it's a little more subtle than say Love Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> what isn't <laughs> um or even um what was the other one come and get it where the mouth looks like a ooha um so um yeah That's this one like term. classes it up so you got this you got this broad here with like some <laughs> some diamonds and <laughs> no but uh no but seriously you have this 
I don't know. I just, I like it. It's very, um, it gives a very kind of like... How are they not cracking the hell up? <laughs> spit it out, spit it out. <laughs> you don't like it. I think it's how um, did they not how did they not stop tape like 50 times like laughing their did. asses off? <laughs> <laughs> who knows? Who knows what was left on the cutting room floor? It's another one like slide it in, like I can't hear it and not laugh. I don't know. This one I think is funnier because slide it in is is kind of subtle. Spit it out is just <laughs> kind of. I don't know if you even know if it's kind of subtle. Well, I will next agree to with this. you. This is less subtle, but neither are can be described as subtle. What? <laughs> just, he's just so horny on this album, I can't get over it. <laughs> I mean, he always is, but on this album, it's just, I mean, hence the title. <laughs> I, just, I just saw you grinning. Mirror. White Snake slided in. Blurg! So, doesn't sound like a good promising start to this review. You know me, I'm a reasonable man. Infantile subject matter. Old men got big willies. <laughs> And then there's a plus man, after it. I don't know. Sometimes they use that as the stars. I don't know if that's a one star or if that's just signaling that it's the end of the thing. I'm just wondering what this blurg at the beginning is. Uh, uh, did he take that from like a Garfield cartoon? <laughs> blurg. I thought this was lasagna, but instead it was spinach. Blurg. I hate Mondays. <laughs> Uh, that, was a, that, was, that was a recent that was classic. A, that might be the episode of the year. It came that, late. That was in the a year, fun but. episode. I'm surprised you didn't include the clip where you talked about, geez, somebody shoot him with a bear tranquilizer. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> oh, yeah. I should have. Quite a few people actually commented on the bear tranquilizer. <laughs> yeah, that was. <laughs> Which, That's you know, it's always funny because, like, like we always say, we record these episodes sometimes, sometimes shortly before but sometimes a ways out so people all of a sudden I wake up on Monday morning and start looking at my messages of people in Europe and be like aha bear tranquilizer I'm like what <laughs> like, I have no idea <laughs> what they're talking about blurg blurg what, <laughs> what, what is blurg <laughs> oh well there's only one clip left and you probably uh, surmise what it is and this was this was uh, I said they weren't in any particular order but this one is definitely the number one requested clip and um, mm -hmm. it is, of course, episode number 165, the Father's Day special. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so, yeah, obviously, um, we're going to have to listen to uh, a more brief uh, uh, comment from my dad. Uh, but but the ending bit of your dad reading the <laughs> reading the patrons kind of kind of stole the show. Um, so this is episode number 165. The Father's Day special, and this is entitled Blackmore Tights. Number one. I took it over it's as a, a den. I took it over as a den twenty-two minutes after he left. <laughs> that's that's not far off. <laughs> as as the truck was driving off, I was moving up here. So it was legitimately within within a week, easily. I was like, "Well, I hope <laughs> things work out. <laughs> I'm not coming back home." Too bad. Too bad. Uh, um, well, much different than I remember it. A lot less on yeah. the walls. Oh, God. It took me three months just to get all the tape off the walls. <laughs> and two bottles of goop. But um, 
need your phone because I have to you need take some press sponsors play. or <laughs> you need something. Some I don't know. They got me doing something. Gun smoke. <laughs> <laughs> they got me doing something. <laughs> I don't know. They're going to text you something. Then I got to read some names because Johnny. The, they said they were going to pay me $20. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be a big thing to... to Maybe, uh, all right, what do you want? The three three thanks to our foundation level patrons. <clears throat> there we go. You know, I got a sore throat. You want me to read all this stuff? <laughs> <laughs> yes. everything, that's, everything that's in that text you can read. <laughs> the three 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 dollar and thirty three cent halfway to the evil tear. Raf calf. Three dollar nobodies. The perfect tear. Peter Godow. Ian Disrosius, <laughs> Mark Roback, Duncan, <laughs> Duncan Fife, no, Duncan Lisa, Duncan Lisa, sorry, yeah. Duncan, um, Stuart McCord, Flight of the Rat Bat, Blue Light, yep. Oifen, yep. Fledge Bull, Runa Simonson. <laughs> JJ sorry, we, sorry we, we play that sound clip after uh, ever, all of all of our Norwegian patrons. So there's only one more. You can go back to the one F. Uh, Wait a minute. You can go back to Runyard Simonson. That's the yeah. one. Where are these guys? <laughs> Where are these guys from? Finland. So those Where last two guys are from Norway. They're Norwegian. Ah, uh, JJ Stenard. One dollar made up name. <laughs> The father of sleepy tombs, leaky mausoleum. <laughs> who, who are these people? I don't know. These are the names that they selected. Well, as long as they're sending money, right? <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up. What? After the leaky mausoleum, who's out? Who else? That's it. No, there's more. There's oh, more my God, the- there's a bunch more. <laughs> uh, All right, uh... Steven Somerville, the Concerto 1999 fanatic. Yep. Spike the Rock Cat. Rock Cat. Yep. Hank the Tank. Private Eyes. Asho Lionel. Spike's mom. <laughs> Blackmore Tights. <laughs> there you go. Done. All right. There you go. That's a that's an honor for our <laughs> core level patrons to get the names read by uh, none other than Pops himself. Oh, in person, baby, in person. That was good. That, that, was that, good. Took, that, took, that took a while, but you did way better with the names than I thought. It took a while. Uh, uh. Oh. Well, but I'm I mean, a name guy. Uh, you know, after dealing with all them Greeks in my business, <laughs> I get the names down pretty good. It's <laughs> <laughs> oh, just as funny now know, as it was then. Yeah, I've had a good, what, six months away from it to just really, really appreciate just how great that moment was. And I wish, um, I almost wish we could freeze that patron level so we could use that recording every time. <laughs> I, like, I know. I love my favorite part is like, you're like, it's taken a while, but because <laughs> it took like two minutes to get through all the things. Oh, oh, well, because you, you know, you zip right through them. He's like, flight of the rat. 
fat blue light. <laughs> like, and that was one of the most genius ideas that you've ever had was like, hey, let's have Pops read the because you knew it just would have you knew it was going to be like that. And it's it, yeah. it delivered on everything it had promised to be. I mean, I knew, too, that he was going to th- like halfway through. He's like, who, who are these people? <laughs> hey, at least I they're knew, giving I you knew, money. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that was uh, that was great. He's like, he's calling you hear my mom in the background, like clanging pots and pans and everything like. Oh, <laughs> uh, that was that was a good time. I, I knew that that was going to be number one. It was gold. <laughs> it was ab- absolute gold. Yeah, that that and um, let's let's not forget your dad. Like as soon as you were driving away, he's like, yep, I was as soon as the truck was going down the street, I'm moving my shit. into They're, his they're, they're not lying. They're not lying. <laughs> Both of my parents had to talk about the tape on the walls. So it was. Yeah, but they did you. Uh, but I realized after hearing these these two um, that they had varying accounts. Your mom said three days. Your dad said two months. <laughs> It took to get the well, tape off. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I remember it was a long t- I remember there's a lot of complaining about it. <laughs> I was like, hey, you're getting back these rooms. You should be happy. Uh, um, <clears throat> but hey, before we uh, wrap up the episode, um we'll we'll do a slightly shorter and less funny um reading of the actual uh patrons. So that would mean uh let's see here. We'll get my uh stuff ready. <sighs> Okay, so to read the patrons, we've got uh, uh, our foundation-level patrons. So, first of all, hey-o, our newest patron, Simon Ford, at the three-pound, um, what was it again? Uh, oh, man, I already forgot. I typed it up here at the top of the show notes. The aromatic feed tier. The three-pound aromatic feed tier. Simon Ford, our newest patron. Thank you so much for your uh, help and support. Um, coming in at the $3.33 halfway to evil tier, Raf Calf and Spike the Rock Cat. At the $3 Nobody's Perfect tier, Peter Gardot, Ian DeRosier, Mark Roback, Duncan Leesk, Stuart McCord, Flight of the Rat, Bat Blue Light, Ivan Fieldboo. Runar Siemensen. JJ Stenard, Ruinous Inadequacies, and Mike Catan. And coming in at the $1 made-up name tier, we have the May Sealed Tombs Be Forgot, Leaky Mausoleum, Stephen Somerville, the Concerto 1999 fanatic, Hank the Tank, Private Eyes, Ashen Lionel, Blackmore Tights, and John Maselli. Well, I'm glad they didn't name me Fred. (laughs) All right. Well, thank you to all of you for your generous support for the Deep Purple Podcast. We couldn't do it without you. Oof. All right. Well, what do you say, John? What's that? Look at that. Look at that. Uh, Successful Uh, end to our very first clips show. Another year in the, yeah, finally we're, (laughs) oh, they finally unlocked the basement. We can come out now. Oh, oh, thank God. The power's back on. The basement door's unlocked. We're saved. And look at all the great memories we reminisced about. I'm glad we get to reminisce on the good times. Um, But hey, before we, uh, we we had talked about doing something before we wrap up the the episode. And that is, um, uh, we wanted to, to, you know, it's the new year. We're, you're 20, we're, we're, we're putting a, a bow on 2022, 
and we are uh you know going into 2023 hard to imagine maybe in 2023 we'll be seeing deep purple again with rich um uh, I, I keep thinking maybe they'll come to Chicago and we'll do that, but it seems like they're maybe just coming down the East Coast and getting on another cruise. So they didn't come last time. So who knows? But may, who knows what the new year will, will hold? Uh, we got a bunch of shows lined up for you. Um, but to, to 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 say goodbye to the to the year, you, you thought that last week you'd heard the end of this album, um, but we got to bring Glenn out to, uh, to to close out the year for us. In proper proper fashion, with the the, the 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 quintessential New Year's song. So, you ready, John? I've <laughs> I've never been more ready. Here we go. <laughs> you might not recognize this New Year's song just yet. <laughs> oh, I know this one. <laughs> <laughs> that famous New Year's song. This is, of course, from Glenn Hughes, A Soulful Christmas. <laughs> what did he say? Oh, who knows what he's saying? Something about kindness. This is the way to ring in the new year. Like, I feel like this would be playing in, like, a Manhattan high-rise while you're looking out over the city. In, like, a like a very um, 90s-looking apartment. Yeah, un, not unlike the not unlike one that this. Glenn is standing in. <laughs> <laughs> With fake sunflowers in a vase. Actually, the more that I look at this, it's just this... I don't know, the, this, depart- this apartment looks really depressing, like... Looks like a doctor's office. <laughs> like a waiting, a waiting room for a, new, a nice doctor's office. Yeah, he's just like, yeah, I'm here, I'm here for my yearly screening. Hey, Glenn, can we take a picture? <laughs> Explain some of those high notes he hits. <laughs> yeah, I'm here. I'm just waiting to get my colonoscopy. Hey, can we take a picture of you? Well, we'll know yeah, when, we'll, we'll know when like they hit free- the prostate exam because we'll hit them. Here, I'm hit a real high note. Oh, wow. They have they have the gold records for Stormbringer in your doctor's office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that, why I go here. Come on. That would be amazing. I wish I could tell the other one. Oh, the other one might be Burn. Because there's another one on the side of Stormbringer. Yeah, it's, it's really hard to see. They're not even records. They're actually like CDs. I think I'm bringing this out. We had to play our uh, Christmas music during our Christmas celebrations. I think I'm going to have to bust out this for our New Year's. When we're making a really nice, we usually make a nice little dinner. Like a late dinner. Instead of whatever Miley Cyrus bullshit they're playing on the on the TV. I'm going to just, I'm like, turn the volume down. I'm like, we got to listen to Old Lang Syne by Glenn Hughes. That was the, the most, <laughs> the most old man sentence I've heard you speak. What? Ah, just turn off that Miley Cyrus bullshit. Ah, We ended up watching like the whole Miley Cyrus special last year. My children were scandalized. They still talk about it. Like, oh, that was inappropriate. I didn't even know she was still doing anything. She did. Her like top fell off last year. (laughs) 
She like she like oh, made just a quick... last just last year. <laughs> well, wow, well, that's the only year I remember seeing her. But they they ended up she ended up like bolting off the stage so they could <laughs> refat. It was a very it wasn't a very large top to begin with, but it it, it gave way. I think that's really funny. It's like, what was it, like 20 years ago, Janet Jackson's titty popped out at the Super Bowl and everybody went berserk. And now it's like the same thing basically happened to Miley Cyrus. Like what, last year? Nobody friggin' even heard about it. I don't think you saw anything on TV. I mean, I didn't see anything anyway. I just saw her being like, oh, I better better get off stage. And she ran away. She wasn't wearing Uh, much to begin with. I don't know. I I just feel like that's... I could have a wardrobe malfunction. Boing, nobody hears about it. <laughs> it depends oh, on where the malfunction happened. Church, my zipper work. broke. <laughs> church. Yeah, no, you know, not me. I'm not having no wardrobe malfunction at church, mainly because I'm not at church. Yeah, I was going to say, you're not having any sort of wardrobe at church. <laughs> Is this over yet? I, I got Yeah, brevity is was not his friend on this album. Like old Lang Syne is like generally you only ever hear it like it's a minute long when you hear it on like New Year's Eve. But I mean, also like the 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 dentist's office jazz. That's <laughs> well, it's, like it's just <laughs> this is what you'd be hearing in that waiting room. It's <laughs> you just need but it is. instead I mean, of those instead of those blinds behind him, you need a bulletin board where there's like pictures of like their kids that people sent in. <laughs> You know, <laughs> like post braces. Thanks for the braces. Look at my <laughs> like pictures that are all like this. <laughs> but, people, but that's the thing is like when I heard that Glenn Hughes had a Christmas album in all seriousness, I'm like, wow, uh, that, awesome. This this should be pretty cool. And then I don't know. I made it through like 10 seconds of the first song and I'm like, Ugh, this is what this is what it's going to be like. No, I mean, it's very smooth. I got to say, the more I listen to it, the more I like it. Oh no, Stockholm syndrome. <laughs> yeah, I mean it's it's it'd never be my go-to because it's just uh, that style of production ugh, just grates on me. But uh, yeah, it's just you know it is. You what hear it like is. the uh, the the the, uh, the the keyboard fretless bass. Yeah, <laughs> they're using the little pitch wheel to make it sound like it's a real bass. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I wonder if it's like the standard Christmas album where they just had like somebody prepare all the music and then they just brought Glenn Hughes in to do his thing or what it was. I, I, that would be my guess. I mean, I, I mean, when I heard, when I heard that he had a Christmas album, I wasn't expecting it to sound like you know Burn, but I mean, <laughs> no, I didn't <laughs> no. think it was going to sound like that. Yeah, it's the production. It's all in the production. Yeah, but, it was just it was just dull. Yeah, I have to um I have to I have to think a, a if all of those songs were about 50 to 60% the length that they are and then the production was different, it could have been onto something good there, but sure. Hey. I think we talked about last week a, a Christmas album is a stab in the in the dark, you know. If you if you hit it big, you hit it big. It's it's pretty low risk but high reward, you know. You throw it, you put put it out there and if if it catches on, you you you've got royalties coming in for generations. And if it doesn't, you know, well, you're you got a lot of coasters on your hand. But hey, I mean, geez, look at look at Mariah Carey for crying out loud. Yeah, that wasn't the worst move she ever made. <laughs> Not yeah, that she I mean, needed even that money, but she she did okay. But I mean, come on. I mean, does like, and I mean, I could be ignorant here, but does anybody, I mean, that was part of a Christmas album, right? I assume. 
Does anybody know any other freaking song on that Christmas album? Good call. Not not I, but I'm sure some people do. But it, nope. it doesn't matter, right? Nope. Like but her- you're but you're right though. You 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 record a bunch of these public domain songs, and like you said, one of them hits well, she, a big. She was boom. even smarter than that. She wrote that freaking song, so she's just raking. She's making everything from it. It wasn't even like her re-recording a classic. She wrote the song, and that's where the money is. So she mm. wrote it, and rec- she got all the recording rights. If anyone and people are starting to do covers of it now, because it's such a popular song, so she's making fifty percent of everything anyone else is throwing out there. So it's just like, I mean. God, just from a business standpoint, what a genius! She she got she lucked out. Mm-hmm. It's not Christmas until that song comes out for a lot of people. So, oh yeah, there are there are like uh, there are memes about it now. Yep, <laughs> I mean there have been for a while. It's oh it's it's time to take Mariah Carey out of her tomb or whatever out of her hyperbaric chamber. Like the, yeah. I saw the one where she's like frozen in ice. I was like, yeah. it was right after Thanksgiving. Like they're starting to thaw her out for, <laughs> for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then when it's over, they're like, Oh, back in the, back in the chamber, <laughs> back in the ice chamber, back in the freezer for another year. Exactly. Oh, she's hey. living the life, man. Good for her, man. Nothing but respect for her to be able to do that. Oh, all right. Well, John, another year under our belt. Can you think we've done top podcasting in 2019, in 2020, in 2021, in 2022? We're entering our fifth year of podcasting. Whew. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. That's uh, that's that's hard to believe. Who knows what that, wonders lie ahead? Um, more of the same, but <laughs> with better production values. Yeah, more of the same. And, and log those... Uh, timestamps for me or, or even better yet clip it yourself and send it to me so next year i can have it real easy we'll just have zaz announce it and we'll be good to go who's zaz zaz was the lovely lady announcing those numbers before the right but i, I yeah i guess that but who is it she's a she's a voiceover actress i hired her to do that <laughs> okay i was wondering where the, the things came from yeah, yeah, she's a lovely lady. Did a fantastic job. And I just put the effects on it and pop, popped it right in before the songs. It was wonderful. All right, no, that's great. I mean, you know, she could be a child murderer. I don't care. Like, I'm pretty sure she's not. But good. I mean, I don't have any <laughs> evidence said, to support it either way. She's, but She's a lovely lady. She could be a monster. I don't know. Well, she's just, very lovely to me, and she re- recorded some nice uh, vocals, so. Nice oh, yeah, sounds good. Yeah. Now, now I feel bad. It's a, <laughs> it sounds better than just me going, number 13. Like, you don't want to hear that. You want to hear, you want to hear a well, pleasant voice. No, yeah, it was. It was actually um, it was actually very, um, very uh, cool intros into all the uh, clips. So, yeah. Well, John, happy new year. We'll see. Yeah, happy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like happy. I don't know. Happy 2023. Yeah. Well, I yeah. think the ball's about to drop, so we should uh, get get out of here so we can watch the ball drop, and then um, yeah, we'll be back at you next week in 2023 with a fresh, hot new episode, hot off the off the off, off, hot out of the podcast machine. Ooh, we're gonna be cranking them out after a. <laughs> I don't know. We're gonna be <laughs> we're gonna be cranking them out. All right, now let's Jesus. go before let's go before our balls drop. <laughs> oh, ending twenty two on a 
great note. <laughs> Ending 2022 on a, on a low note. <laughs> we're, just, we're just limping to the end here. Uh, it's like we're trying to fill time. All right. Well, I'll talk to you next no, week, No, we John. don't have to. All right. Yeah, I'll see you later. See, <laughs> you, next, see, you, see you next year. Next. Oh, oh, I see what you did. <laughs> oh, zing. I think we did that last year. All right. Later. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. Thank you for listening to the Deep Purple Podcast. If you like what you hear and would like more episodes in the future, please donate on Patreon to support the show. You can also leave us a review in Apple Podcasts to help new people discover the show. You can follow us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook for show updates. See deeppurplepodcast.com for more details. Thank you for listening. Mm, Things I...